This episode is brought to you by Arches and Halos. Between being on Zoom calls all day, having to wear a mask everywhere, and now using your eyes and your eyes only to smile at people, it feels like the main thing people notice now are our eyes. Arches and Halos is our favorite line of brow products that are so easy to find, pick up, and with a few quick steps, you can have the most amazing brows ever. They have an amazing range of products from tweezers, razors, pencils, pomade, mousses, and gels. Find Arches and Halos on your next trip to Target and Walgreens. Arches and Halos, professional brow grooming. Be bold, be you. Xfinity XFi is more than just fast. It's internet that gives you peace of mind security. Because if it's connected, it's protected. Yeah, even your robot vacuum. Can your internet do that? Learn more at Xfinity.com slash XFi. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Molly. I'm Kristen. And Kristen, you know me. I'm always looking for fun factoids about women. Always. Any type of women. And I was reading an article on our site called Do Short People Live Longer? Mm-hmm. Written by one Jessica Toothman. And this article contains the factoid uh, that's attributed to the World Health Organization that Japanese women have the longest average lifespans worldwide, coming in at 86 years. Wow. And I just was baffled by that. Like, why should Japanese women live any longer uh, than other women? And why are they living longer than men? Mm-hmm. And so I read this article and I learned about uh, this gene, the Methuselah gene, that uh, might help short people live longer. Right, because those Japanese women were pretty short. Their average height, if I remember it correctly, was something like four feet, eight inches. You are correct, Kristen. Pretty short. Uh, so the, the thinking is that this Methuselah gene, which uh, basically if you have it, it makes you age and it makes you taller. And the thinking is that short people have something in their body that represses the gene, mm-hmm. which keeps them short and not aging, thus enabling them to have really long lifespans. Right. And uh, women in general have longer lifespans anyway. So it's not that surprising that, that Japanese women, they've got the, they got the double whammy. They're women yeah. and they got, they got the shorts. Yeah. But even those of us who might be taller than four foot eight, of which Kristen and I both count ourselves in that category, <laughs> about a foot taller than that. <laughs> even those who aren't short, uh, women have a really good advantage over, over our male counterparts. Right. Especially in industrialized countries, there is a definite gender gap, if you will, um, between, Lifespans, according to the old Centers for Disease Control, the female life expectancy at birth of American women is 80.4. And for men, it's only 75.2. So, ladies, we got five years to live it up <laughs> or to get Alzheimer's. Um, but anyway, why why is this? Because the it kicks in right from birth. The, the rate of infant deaths for males mm-hmm. is much higher than females. Right. I think it's 25 to 30 percent higher, which is. Pretty, pretty big. So, of course, anything to do with aging, researchers want to figure it out. They want to find out why people love patterns. Researchers want to figure out these aging patterns. Right, because if they can unlock the code to uh, to why women live longer, then maybe they can figure out a way for everyone to live longer. Because I believe your lifespan is determined about 30% by genetics and 70% by behavior. Mm-hmm. And so Kristen and I have been researching, and we find that on both counts, behavior and genetics, women seem to have 
the upper hand. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about behavior first? All right, Molly. So let's start. Let's start at the heart of the matter. <laughs> oh, Kristen, I like this joke. Basically, uh, research has found that women, by and large, have better cardiovascular health mm-hmm. than men. Uh, according to an article that we tracked down in Time magazine, uh, women develop cardiovascular diseases like heart attack and stroke, uh, usually in their 70s and 80s, which is about 10 years later than men who are developing them in their 50s and 60s. So all, already women have later onset of these chronic diseases, which has given us a leg up. Yeah, and we actually mentioned this phenomenon in our podcast about um, whether you need to have a monthly period, because one of the thinkings as to why women don't develop these conditions until later is the fact that they're menstruating. Because with each delightful menstruation, you're releasing iron from your body, Mm -hmm. and the iron can play a role in this onset of cardiovascular disease, and also maybe just aging on a grander scheme. You know, a lot of people think that aging is due to free radicals in your cells, essentially destroying your cells. Mm -hmm. And there's this thinking that iron might produce free radicals. So if women are getting rid of the iron in their bodies, they're basically never giving these free radicals a chance to form, which may keep their cells and by extension themselves safer for longer. Right. And there's another theory out there, um, speaking of, periods uh that estrogen is actually better for better for your heart than testosterone and women obviously have more estrogen than men do and there's sort of from my research it seemed like the thinking on that has shifted in recent years but there does seem to be some kind of connection between estrogen and lowered risks of uh of heart diseases yeah you're right estrogen's sort of a mixed bag when you come to researching you know if it helps you live longer mm-hmm. but you can't deny that testosterone is bad in terms of living longer. Right. The, one of the, my favorite phrases that I came across in, in the research for this podcast, Molly, was something called a testosterone storm. I know. I want to start accusing men of being in the midst of their testosterone storm. Oh, watch out for Johnny. Isn't a <laughs> testosterone storm? Why don't you tell people what this is before we keep making jokes to entertain ourselves with it? Okay. Basically, a testosterone storm happens, uh, in, during male puberty when, a storm of testosterone rains down upon their bodies and they therefore engage in all sorts of risky behaviors like fast car driving mm-hmm. and rock climbing without harnesses on and beating up people. And drinking way too much alcohol. Yep. When they're rebels without a cause, they're having their testosterone storm. Yeah. And some, you know, some evolutionary biologists have said that this is all for the ladies' benefit, that they attract the women by living these hard and dangerous lives. Showing us their power. Um, but as a result, they may die from their exploits. Right, Molly. Uh, a, a statistic that I ran across in Scientific American to uh, to back up these uh, kind of silly testosterone storm stories we're uh, tossing out here. From between 15 and 24 years old, the female-to-male mortality ratio peaks because of the sudden surge in death. During that time, men are three times more likely to die than women. So right off the bat, we've got, as babies, males are 25% more likely to die than females. And then once they hit their testosterone, they get hit once again by being three times more likely to die from their testosterone-induced reckless behavior. And then if they make it through that, men are more likely than women to smoke. Um, and there's also evidence that they have a hard time dealing with their stress. You mm-hmm. know, women like to talk out their stress and perhaps release it, whereas they, you know, you know, they might seem questionable, but there are studies that men don't know what to do with it. 
And as a result, they either release it in a damaging way, they never let it go, and mm-hmm. it eats them up and kills them. And they might eat foods higher in cholesterol. Do you really picture a lady sitting down having like a huge hunking piece of steak as often as you picture a male doing it? That's going to raise the cholesterol level. Yeah. But I bet that steak tastes good. <laughs> I would love a steak right now. That's all behavioral. So we're talking about all these behaviors that could be contributing to, to women living longer. But there's also a genetic component, potential genetic component to all of this, right? Down at the chromosomal level, the fact that women have two X's and men just have one could put us at a greater advantage for living longer, right? Yeah. It all comes down to our fortunate lot in life to have two X chromosomes mm-hmm. because we essentially have a backup parachute. There are cells that live on either an X chromosome or a Y chromosome. Mm-hmm. And if in a woman, a damaged or mutated cell that eventually might cause a disease that shortens your life or something like that, if that lands on a woman's X chromosome, she has a backup X with the same cells ah. to keep her safe. Okay. The mutated one will become less strong in the face of the perfectly healthy one. Okay. Whereas in the man, you've got the XY. They have no backup parachute if something goes wrong with the X chromosome cells. Mm-hmm. And so thus, by just how we were born, we might live longer. It's a theory. It may not be correct, but it's a theory. Right. And there's also thinking out there um, that the advances that, that women have enjoyed in general in combination with the rise in better and safer healthcare and technology has really widened this, uh, this lifespan gap. Cause the interesting thing was, I think I saw this in Scientific American article. This, uh, this gap between women, male and female lifespans has been going back. I mean, even in 1900, when things like childbirth were so dangerous for a woman, even back then, we were still living longer. So that seems like something like the, that chromosomal theory you were just talking about might, uh, might have some stock to it. But then as this gap has widened, we can thank, uh, much safer childcare and childbirth, mm-hmm. um, practices that are keeping us doubly safe. Right. And some, you know, some researchers might even think that women are more responsive to health advances like that. Obviously, you know, maternal mortality affects them directly, but, women might be more likely to research and act and follow up on something that is likely to save their lives. Because if you think about it, women are always trained to be young, beautiful, and healthy, whereas men are driven to be these storms of testosterone. And so, According to some sources. According to some sources. But that's the thinking evolutionary-wise right. uh, that maybe these men aren't as driven to follow up on mm-hmm. potential life-saving advances. Right. We're ju- we just naturally take care of our, our bodies a little bit little bit better. But the interesting thing is if you go into uh, less developed countries in more rural areas, the that gap starts to close because there aren't as many resources and options out there for women to mm-hmm. take advantage of and take care of their bodies more. So you have more of a maybe a two year gap. The gap still exists, but it's maybe down to months rather than years. So we really covered the span today, Kristen, of all these possible reasons why women might live longer than men. Mm hmm. Uh, as you mentioned at the beginning, genetics, about 30% of the things. So even, you know, a male who's got a grandma, grandpa who lived to be 110 is going to be at an advantage probably, probably than a woman who doesn't. Right. There's always going to be exceptions to the rule. We're not proclaiming that every single female out there is going to live longer than males. But here are some possible reasons why they might. Stats are on our side, ladies. But, you know, it's still in your hands. Don't smoke. Wear seatbelts. Don't get caught in your testosterone storm. Yeah. But if you would like to get caught in a storm of information and factoids, 
you should head over to HowStuffWorks.com and read the article, Do Short People Live Longer? by Jessica Toothman. And we have plenty of other fascinating information about men and women. And and, aging. And aging and how to live a healthy, happy, and long life. And while you're there, you should head over to How To Stuff, which is mine and Molly's blog, where we can tell you how to do stuff. (laughs) And if you have any questions, comments, or just like to tell us a story, anecdotes, photos, we like it all, you should email me and Molly at momstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Want more How Stuff Works? Check out our blogs on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? The Gold Club was the top strip club in Atlanta in the 1990s, with patrons like Dennis Rodman, Michael Jordan, Madonna, the King of Sweden. But in 2001, the club was put on trial with charges of prostitution, extortion, credit card fraud, racketeering, and an affiliation with the mob. I'm journalist Christina Lee, and I'll be taking you behind the scenes of the Gold Club scandal, from the booty and bubbly to the deceit and courtroom drama. Listen to Racket Inside the Gold Club on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you crack open an American history book, it's sure to be filled with founding fathers, bloody wars, and the inventions that brought this country to the industrial age. But there's a whole other world that waits for us in the shadows. Tales of unlikely heroes, world-changing tragedies, and legends that are unique to this country's spirit. So join me, Lauren Vogelbaum, for a tour of American history unlike any other, through a new podcast from iHeartRadio and Aaron Menke's Grim and Mild. Get ready for American Shadows. Listen to American Shadows on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.